welcome to another fantastic edition of the Ultimate Engine. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're so excited. And like I always say, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever time you download our show, we hope that it's going to keep you warm in any situation. Uh, we know we have interesting topics today. We're looking at fantastic stuff. But before we go there, we just want to share some of the interesting news about car brands and new inventions that they have. You know what I mean? Gloria, yeah. my man. What's up, dog? Ah, uh, man, I'm chilled. I feel lit, man. It's another awesome session. Yeah, we hear what our awesome listeners watch. So, this. yeah, guys. <laughs> Apologies from me and Spiwe, we didn't introduce ourselves for you guys yep. that don't know us. I'm chilling, this is DJ Glory and I'm chilling with my man Spiwe here. Yeah, He's yeah. already introduced himself, I'm sure you heard this awesome voice. Yeah, yeah. we're always killing it on the mic, so yeah man. This awesome voice, you know, Um, so if you want to hire me and stuff, uh, you know, call me up on uh, Facebook, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome. We have interesting news guys, for the news, I want to tell you guys, some, some, some companies are innovative, they're growing. I uh, yeah. hope we know we hope that more car brands will learn. We've got five interesting facts about companies. First of all, yeah. Aston Martin is now into property. Wow. Wow. You know, <laughs> the coolest British car brand, bro. Yeah, uh, they're man. doing property now. They they're expanding. So obviously, do not be uh be surprised when you yeah. go around and you start to see some boards on the road, some street pole billboards or, or whatever that mm-hmm. say Aston Martin property. The yeah. guys are into property now. So I'm interested in seeing how's that gonna go. Obviously, it's because we know them so much for being in the motor industry. Yeah. Um so they're doing property now. So I think I must check them out and see if they're in SA and see if there's uh some maybe cool um apartments that they have that we um, might be interested in you know yeah i mean like we all know yes they are car dealership but basically businesses have to expand and obviously they cannot deal with only one specific yeah. how can i say sector or section absolutely so obviously that also helps promote the brand and yeah also the status of the brand you know man yeah, yeah. and then now uh, another thing is that lamborghini um uh, oh, wow this one is interesting lamborghini mm-hmm. is actually doing smartphones, smartphones now wow. Wow, the one that uh, we came across is called the Alpha One smartphone. smartphone. It's a very nice smartphone with a very nice leather case. Yeah. Very good looking. It's a smartphone, which means obviously it's a touch screen. Um, we're not sure what uh, system it's using right now. It's actually an Android. Is it an Android? Yeah, it's an Android device, surprisingly. But then yeah. at the same time, you know, although it might have some quality features, the only thing that I might not agree with exactly is like the exterior design you know yeah it doesn't exactly seem up to se- up to standard but otherwise i'm still looking forward to uh, this one, they say first design i mean it looks nice it looks yeah. more like a nokia um <laughs> comes with the four gigabytes of ram comes with 64 gigabytes of expandable storage yeah the process is about 820 as well so it's quite standard um mm-hmm. camera looks cool 20 megapixel as well yeah um so i think obviously excited to see how that's gonna go mm-hmm. um porsche has designed wallets but i'm not surprised i mean a lot of brands actually are have been doing clothes yeah. clothes uh, i mean rather and uh t-shirts and golf t-shirts and spoons cutlery yeah. and um like a whole lot of camp stuff as well i know toyota is very big with clothes and stuff i know bentley is very big yeah with even ferrari you know like get ferrari yeah. caps t-shirts in fact like i have a few bentley items myself yeah. a very nice golf t-shirt a nice cap in fact nice. so i'm not surprised with porsche obviously doing wallets now mm-hmm. um mclaren is also now doing road bikes. Wow. It looks very awesome. It looks <laughs> yeah, very it does, light. Yeah. Um, it looks like one of those bikes that are actually made off of um, carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, very good looking. I, I guess obviously big for the bikers as well. Yeah. You know, the lighter the bike, the easier the ride. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. This is something that you'd ride definitely, and you get a cool breeze down when you're just shooting through yeah. the wind. I mean, 
the light side is the easier you get blown off the road. But anyway. Ah, not really. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it was surprising to come to think of it. That's 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 how you'd actually think of it. Yeah. But I've noticed that the lighter the frame is, the easier because obviously you don't want the frame to be heavy because your body's heavy on it. Yeah, I think it's, 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 it, it, it rolls quite nicely on mm. the road and it uh, performs smoother in terms of the aerodynamics as well yeah. and, and how, it, how fast it can go and then the gears as well don't become too heavy on it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the... Uh, things that we also came across is Land Rover there's an interest well they've involved in doing strollers now yeah so basically Land Rover is making baby strollers so for all those classy moms you know (laughs) yeah when you have your baby and you're walking around you know you can just get a Land Rover stroller yeah man and we're closing off the news by just talking about an impressive brand um car of the year 2019 car of the year a Jaguar I-Pace you know uh actually Jaguar has actually scooped three three um, top awards. Eh? Yeah. They, they, they won the I-Pace 2019 Car of the Year. Mm-hmm. They won uh, the all-electric uh, all performance SUV. Yeah. And they also won the second member. They, well, they, they say here that the second member of the Jaguar acclaimed Pace family to win World Car of the Year and World Car Design of the Year mm-hmm. following F-Pace victory in 2017. Wow. So, you know, obviously, I think... not having been aware of the brand that much on the road as well you know maybe it might not be that popular it's amazing to see that they're doing so well um obviously to move straight to the topics guys we have interesting interesting topics to speak to you guys about Mm -hmm. first of all we have a few cars that we 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 love and we see on the road the common cars and we obviously have been checking them out in terms of the drag race so we're talking about performance and who performs faster than who so we're going to share obviously a few cars the common ones the sports cars that you see on the road the yeah. ones that we love that's one of the the topics that we're covering so obviously drag race performance versus and then we're also looking at the 10 most useless things that you don't need in cars yeah that's an interesting one so obviously get ready for that one and then one of the topics that we're going to speak to you guys about is um you know obviously we we speak about insurance and we speak about when do we know when a car is actually written off yeah so we're going to help you guys understand when a car is going to be written off eh? um obviously just to give you a little bit of some information regarding to how they work and the importance of insurance eh? are you ready for this one glory yeah i'm definitely ready i hope the listeners are ready because we going in for a blast yeah so the first one that was interesting for me uh very interesting in fact yeah. was a battle of the 1.4s so let's get into it. yep uh so we have the yaris grmn it's a 1.4 engine yeah we have the mini cooper uh countryman it's a uh, also a 1.4 yeah we have the ford fiesta it's a 1.4 as well you know yeah. we have a polo gti it's a 1.4 and we have a pergio gti, GTI. 1.4 this you know this drag race was actually very interesting the, the reason why i mentioned all five cars is actually this drag race had all five cars in a row so yeah. you know I, I wish i could take phone calls right now from people who actually just to find out what they think who yeah. took the price who yeah. won this yeah, one you know just to get who, 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 who do you think took this one Dre? just i mean i know i just just thinking generally <laughs> who do you think out of the years out of mini cooper ford fiesta yeah. polo gti and Peugeot gti who do you think would have taken all it? these cars i would have vouched for the ford fiesta you think the Ford Fiesta yeah, would have taken Yeah, I definitely it? think the Ford Fiesta would have taken me. Yeah. No doubt. Yep. I mean, if you can list them from five and up until one, uh, Ford from Fiesta number five, one. Uh, okay, let's say Ford Fiesta number one. Yeah. And then I would go for Polo GTI number two. two. Yeah. Mini Cooper number three. Yeah. 
And Peugeot number four. So that will leave the Yaris in the fifth place. <laughs> wow. You know what? S surprisingly, the yeah. Yaris is actually the one that came out number one. Wow. By far. By a very good distance. The Yaris, I was surprised when I saw this straight race. Yeah. The Yaris was a manual. The Mini Cooper was an automatic. The Ford, what? Yeah. Uh, in that drag race, the Ford Fiesta was a manual as well. The Polo GTI was a manual. Okay. And the, uh, the Peugeot was a, a GTI. So this is how it happened. Obviously, it's a straight drag race. It was about 150 meters mm -hmm. um, drag race straight. The guys pulled off. Some of the cars were manual, some were automatic. Yaris took the prize, guys. Mini Cooper was uh. number two. Ford Fiesta was number three. Okay. Polo GTI, Polo Germany to Italy <laughs> was number four, and Peugeot was number five. Surprisingly, Polo is at number four. I didn't actually expect that. Eh? You know, one thing I noticed is that we, you know, you know, when we look at the cars on the road, we we tend to just, you know, judge by looking at them. Yeah. And we think that's just because some of some people will drive from one one point to another, like just a hundred meter distance mm -hmm. from one traffic light to another. You know, the car looks so fast and the car performs so much, and the sound of the car is yeah. is like so good. And then we start thinking that, you know, it's, yeah. it, it performs well. That's actually true. Eh? We tend to judge these cars like that. Like you just see it shooting down the traffic lights. Like Misinterpretation. Yeah. Misinterpretation. <laughs> you know, later on, I'm going to cover a car that I was very disappointed in as well. I'll yeah. tell you about that drag race. So, I mean, um, it, it was interesting. So I just want to know, I just want to say this from now on. When you do not judge a book by its cover. Definitely. You know what I mean? So that was an interesting race, guys. Five cars in a row. Uh, drag racing and then i've got another interesting one i've always wanted to find out in fact in my head in fact i was so happy when i saw this one mm -hmm. a race between a ford mustang gt350 versus the bmw i8 wow which one do you i mean rather who do you think <laughs> took this one um yo this is actually a challenging one because on one side you have the ford mustang gt and then you have the bmw i8 yeah. usually i wouldn't vouch for bmw but then the only thing that is making my answer a bit shaky is that this bmw is actually an electric car yeah. and hence we know that yeah. electric cars use these motors and yeah. you know motors actually they don't take long to like power to like speed up compared yeah. to cars that have engines yeah. So it's a bit shaky, but I think I might still go with the Ford Mustang. The Ford Mustang, hey. Yeah. I mean, between the two cars, you you definitely buy the Ford Mustang, hey. Yeah. You know the Ford Mustang. One of the interesting things I like, I love about it. One thing that makes me want to get that car. It's a ground shaker. Have wow. you ever? Have, have you ever? I mean, I'd, I'd, probably you have. Yeah. But I mean, has 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 have you seen one pass like right next to you? Yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot. Obviously, it shakes the ground. Yeah. Bro. These days, you get these other Ford Mustangs that don't make sounds, and you're like, what kind of a Mustang is this? But there was this one time, <laughs> like, I was in Pretoria. For those of you that don't know Pretoria, it's one of the. Um, it's one of the cities. Yeah, it's a city. It's one of the cities yeah. here in South in, in Africa. In the province, yeah. It's actually like one, if I'm not mistaken, it's the capital city. The capital city, the capital of, city of Gauteng, of Gauteng province. province. Yeah. So yeah, we're in Pretoria and we're inside these buses and we just heard this orange Ford Mustang drive past. Man, yeah. it was literally shaking the ground. Like you could Bro. feel that vibration. Bro, I want I want to tell you, um, I love the Ford Mustang so much. Yeah. You know, you know when you want to buy a car and then... um. You start seeing it like around, yeah. you know, like if, for example, if you like a car and then you, f you think you might be able to afford it or you yeah. like it, you want to buy it every now and then when you go around, you start seeing that car. So mm -hmm. you see that side, you, you know, you turn this corner, you see that car and you start to feel that, you know, obviously if you can see it, you can have it yeah. or you, you think about it too much. <laughs> but I mean, there was a day when I was seeing Ford Mustang so much, my man, I thought I was going to get one, you know, Yo. I mean, I was, I'm, I mean, wishful thinking, you know, obviously, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I am praying for one, you yeah. know, obviously God bless me. 
But she also access that fourth dimension, man. Definitely, definitely. You know what? I receive it in the, in the, you know, yeah. in, in the spiritual dimension, Lord. You no, know, because I don't know if I told you the story. Just a quick story that I'm gonna share. If I yeah. told you, but then just a recap. Yeah. There was this one time I was actually like I told myself, man, I want an iPhone. Yeah. And I I don't know. It was just not something that I took seriously, but I just kept on telling myself I want an iPhone. But I didn't specifically say what kind of an iPhone I yeah. wanted or how I wanted it to look. And it happened that a couple of days, like maybe a few day, weeks following, it happened to be my birthday, and then my mom. <laughs> comes home with this iphone Happy like literally i almost i almost lost it but then i look at the iphone and because she bought it at an auction it was an iphone that didn't work oh. <laughs> so she Funny. bought it for a relatively cheap price ah. but then it was one of those phones where you just sell them for parts really so it like looked fresh and everything but the guess outside, what but you it wasn't an iphone working. Yes. And you prayed about it? I didn't pray read. about it. I just thought... You just thought that, about yeah, it? Yeah, I just thought, okay, I want an iPhone. Oh. I don't know, there was this sudden urge within me that said, okay, I want an iPhone. And it actually did come. I still even have that iPhone till this day. Is I it working? No, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You know, um, so uh, I, I have to say, uh, between that battle, between the Ford Mustang, the GT350, as well as the BMW i8, Guys, maybe not obvious, but mm-hmm. the Ford Mustang actually took it. Just yeah. like my man DJ Glorified was saying earlier on, the i8 has got the motor, um, the, the obviously the, the the electric engine. Yeah. So um, compared to a Ford mechanical engine, it it, it, it had no chance. So the Mustang took it by far. Yeah. Um, and then we also looked at a very um, interesting race. Uh, you know, that was um, an- another one where I was looking at five cars. Yeah. Uh, we were looking at the Audi RS3. We were looking at the Mercedes-Benz A45. Oh, okay. We are looking at the Ford RS. We are looking at the VW Golf Type R. And lastly, the Honda Civic Type R. Sure. Whew, a lot it of hours like in this race, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo, too many hours, man. This is like some heated stuff. Yeah, this this was a heat, my man. When I saw when I saw this one, I got interested immediately. Yeah. You know, just just before I, I I tell you guys how this race went down, I'm such a fan of the Honda Civic Type R. Mm. I don't know why, but I love that car. I've, yeah. I have driven it, but I, I I didn't own it. Yeah. You know, I was just test driving it actually. Uh, I, I love it, man. You know, the way that car is designed. And Honda is such a, a dope brand. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but you know how you can tell that a, a, a brand is actually very good? Yeah. What, what what would you say, in your opinion, um, like when you look at a brand, what makes you say this what is makes a very good say brand? Like reliability, brand. durability. Obviously, it's a consumer base. So obviously, you see how many people actually recommend this car and how many you see on the road. I believe yeah. we've mentioned this on our show. That's one way to check the yeah. reliability. Yeah. Obviously, apart from that, we can't. It's a bit two-sided because at the same time, while you're checking what cars you see mostly on the road, yeah. you'd find that it's not because this car is reliable, but because yeah. it's affordable. Yep. So it's two-sided, but obviously you see cars that you see on the road that last basically long. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely. That's that's exactly what you should look at because now. Yeah. You look at cars, um, especially the, the high-performance sports cars. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, we love those cars, but they, they don't last. Yeah. Every f- three or four years, you know, when the car is out of a motor plane, you actually have to change it because 
beyond that point it is going to be expensive to maintain yeah you know so you want a car that you know that's going to last for a long time so just mm-hmm. to answer myself in the question earlier on i think when you look at a car first of all you look at the client base the the, the type of age group yeah. that buys that car honda is one of those cars that a lot of old people actually buy yeah and why i say that i love it because of that fact is is because you know when you're old you buy a car knowing that you won't change it anymore yeah. so what do you do you buy a car that you know that you won't have to change so it's reliable um i've never seen a honda broken down on the road okay maybe i yeah. have i might be exaggerating when i have to think about it properly probably i have but very ra- rarely yeah when you go to mechanic uh make the guys who mechanic vehicles in their backyards you hardly see hondas mm-hmm. hondas they're strong man um yeah. so i have to say i really do love the honda civic type r but i was disappointed in the performance especially <laughs> compared to the other guys yeah so who came up number one would you like to guess <laughs> Um my guess would be let's see I think the Mercedes A45 the Mercedes A45 yeah 5 uh, number 1 to 5 would you in in From the number 1 to 5 so I would put the Mercedes Benz A45 in first place yeah. and uh, Audi RS3 actually no you know what? I changed my statement Audi RS3 in first place yeah 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 because I know Audi's a acceleration they too much yeah <laughs> and then I put True. the Mercedes Benz Let's see Mercedes Benz. Yeah, relatively second. Yeah. Golf Type R third. Yeah. Ford RS fifth and Honda Civic fourth. Yeah. You know what? I just want to say guys, this um uh, well we 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 personally I got this information. My man DJ Glorified did not see this information before we came into studio. So I don't want you guys to feel like he knew. <laughs> But the Audi RS3 actually was number 1. Yeah. Ooh, you guys should see that race. It was Yo. by far by a distance. In yeah. fact, the other cars really pretty much look like they were standing still or, or so or so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 1 was Audi RS3. Mm-hmm. Number 2 was Mercedes-Benz A45. You were right about that as well. Yeah. Um number 3 was Ford RS. Mm-hmm. You know I, I always thought uh, the Ford was like one of the fastest cars yeah. but I mean it disappointed me in this race. <laughs> number 4 was VW Golf, Golf Type, Type R. I don't know why I feel like VW just keeps on disappointing us with their cars performance wise. I really don't know what's up man. I mean <laughs> I mean I mean obviously Audi and VW mm-hmm. are almost the same thing obviously German but man like the the difference was so much. Yeah. And obviously the fifth which really disappointed me was Honda Civic Type R. Yeah. Who I'm so disappointed I was heartbroken when I saw <laughs> that car. I mean you guys google that car it looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you'll agree with me you'll start loving it and you know one of the one of the things I love about the Honda Civic Type R is that it's not too common on the road. So when yeah. you drive the car you actually happen to be one of the few people that drive that car, mm-hmm. you know? So um obviously those are some of the the, the main 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 very most a very interesting cars yeah. that we want to speak to you guys about we chose obviously to um look at the f- the, the the races that had five cars or more than yeah. the one on ones you just obviously yeah. you noticed that we only had like one one on one because most of the cars we just chose to have them also that you guys have a broad perspective as to who performs better in terms of all of them yeah plus when we get all these cars it helps you to be able to check performance based so like in a sense that when you have one on ones you just have two cars and it's it's just a situation where by one car will beat the car by far yeah. but when you have obviously like five cars you'll be able to see okay how close was this one 
coming to beating that car. Yeah, I mean, it also helps. I mean, for example, if we have the Audi uh, RS5, sorry, we have the Audi RS3, yeah. if we have the Mercedes-Benz A45, Ford RS, VW Golf Type R, Honda Civic Type R, if you wanted to specifically see Honda Type R and Audi, you know who's better there. Yeah. If you wanted to specifically see Honda versus Mercedes-Benz, you know, you know, you obviously you get to know what's up. Yeah. Then the next topic that we want to talk about, my man Glory, you know, uh, this one is interesting. Yeah. You know, the 10 most useless things that <laughs> you don't need in cars yeah, you know car, yeah so sitting on number 10 is our receipt entertainment systems which is basically stuff like our tvs that we use in our car seats you know playstations and stuff i mean those things are cool cool gadgets to have in your car you know maybe one day when you're having a long trip so you can just chill back, you know, relax, maybe watch a little bit of TV, play yeah. video games, keep yourself busy. But do we really need them? They, nah, no, not really. They, 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 they nice for kids, especially. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe for, for, uh, for adults, mm -hmm. not really that nice. Um, but there used to be a thing back in the 90s, uh, yeah, early I mean, 2000s, you yeah. know. I mean, you obviously you see a car with screens behind. Obviously, you'd watch these car shows like Pimp My Ride. Mm -hmm. The one thing that you really wanted to see was screens i mean at the back of the car you know yeah. i mean <laughs> wi-fi i guess maybe tablets or whatever smartphone you were able to connect bluetooth mm -hmm. it was just an interesting thing that you know was very nice to see yeah and so then, the next thing that we have on our list is pedal shifters yeah pedal shifters I, uh, I agree with that one yeah i agree with that one why because um on some cars they literally just kind of useless mm -hmm. um they for people who don't understand what that is pedal shifters are you know those gear shift changes that are on the side yeah. of the steering wheel like mm -hmm. one one it has a minus sign on it one has a plus sign on it yeah you know a lot of people might think that you know when the vehicle is on sports mode and then you use those pedal shifting and then all of a sudden it becomes more powerful yeah. guys that is just literally um uh, manual mode that, <laughs> yeah it is it's just manual mode when you so put, when you have pedal shifters does that mean that you don't have gears by yourself you you do so so pedal shifters apply only on vehicles that are automatic oh, okay so on on, on high performance automatic car sometimes not even high performance like mm -hmm. just normal automatic vehicles what you have is an automatic gear shift stick down mm -hmm. there and then you have a manual mode so you're gonna go and take it to a manual mode mm -hmm. whereby you can drive and change gears yourself oh, okay so they always like to say if you're struggling to get out of the whole manual uh, maybe if you were driving a manual car and mm -hmm. you just shifted to an automatic car and you're struggling to get used to the fact that it's an, it's an auto which i don't believe you'd struggle you know but if, yeah. if you do you do and then you know when you take your car to manual mode it helps you to remember the shifting and to shift for oh, yourself okay. and have that manual feel into your car but i really believe that it's a useless feature maybe in the very fast cars like the mclaren's 720s or maybe the ferraris 488 maybe that one i mean maybe on those cars rather yeah. it might be a nice feature you know and then obviously um one of the uh things that we came across that is not an, a need it's really useless to have um hmm. This one I, I kind of don't don't agree with, but it says yeah. your third row seats in compact crossover Cross SUVs. Well, I, obviously I get the part is that they 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 saying that if the car is a bit smaller, if the SUV is a bit smaller, if it's a bit compact, yeah. then it's it's a bit useless to have the third row of seats. But I don't think it's it's useless. It might be yeah. it might be obviously a disadvantage because it takes a lot of the boot space. Yeah. As well, obviously when you have the seats closed, you have the boot space, which is beneficial if you don't have people. Yeah. But if you don't have 
have people I mean, if you do have people, obviously you'd have to use them and, and, and as a result, you don't have boot space. Yeah, but this is effective, especially when it comes to stuff like road trips. Like yeah. usually you have a case whereby you have a lot of adults in your car and you're traveling yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So basically you have your two race seats at the back, which are relatively obviously smaller than your main seats. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, you can put kids there and they'll fit right perfectly in. Yeah, I guess one of the important things to obviously look at on this one, especially for cars like a crossover or if it's a compact, yeah. It's probably the fact that the third row of seats becomes so close to the back window yeah. and it becomes a bit detrimental for any kind of car accident yeah. where the collision is going to occur from behind. Obviously being too close to the window will obviously that equals to more damage. Well, obviously we don't want to think negatively yeah, but it's, it's obviously it's good for road trips and stuff like that yeah so the another thing that we have is social media integration basically having social media on in your car is it necessary it's not come on twitter facebook <laughs> um being able to watch your to look at your pictures yeah. all of that stuff is really unnecessary um it, it's a distraction when you drive it might be cool for your kids especially it, you know, it, maybe it's cool for camp mm-hmm. when you guys are going away and you want to watch something from your phone. Maybe you want to mirror link whatever it is that you're yeah. watching from your phone. You want to mirror link it onto the big screen. But you already do have that video or that picture on your phone. Yeah. Why would you want to mirror link it onto the but car? But at the same time, this is also... It's actually a bad fact having social media. You know how people get stuck into social media? Like, like if you look at pe- Yeah, if you look at people when they're on their phones, yeah. like you know someone and this is someone maybe that you have general conversations with and you laugh and everything yeah and once they get on their phone it feels like a whole different person you can't even conversate with them anymore so just imagine someone driving and having social media what what could happen next i mean there's there's probably like a huge stat obviously you would have to check the facts about people who get involved in accidents a lot because they were on their phones on social media on whatsapp chatting you know what i mean i mean our society has grown to be a social media centric um, you know society in yeah. recent years and everybody's just focused on Facebook Twitter Instagram Everybody is just obviously focused on their image a lot um, but obviously um, each to their own and whoever obviously um, The most important thing actually is the fact that we become safe mm-hmm. that we don't put ourselves in dangerous situations and other drivers in dangerous situations Yeah, so the next thing that we have on is voice control which is basically a system a mainstream system that allows the car to recognize your voice yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's it's a nice to have let's be honest you might not need that yeah i guess it's i guess maybe when you're driving Mm -hmm. it's always beneficial if obviously you need it it's very complicated to set it up i actually know the system i've actually once worked with it uh Mm -hmm. when i was in the motor industry it was very difficult to set up for a client as well yeah um you know obviously it recognizes the voice and every now and then it's, it's it's very it malfunctions you know you know obviously you can call out a, a certain contact yeah. name i can maybe say dj glorified and then it's meant to actually call you um maybe you know to make it easier for me to call you sort of yeah. like a hands-free type of bluetooth system oh okay yeah that's what it does you know it's not like uh it's not too much of like a siri kind of thing whereby it communicates back to you and oh in a very interactive kind so it's of just basically you giving commands yeah it's like like you giving commands and it's more based on the bluetooth and uh, you making calls and just the voice recognition when but does you it pair. have like some sort of like maybe security feature or something like that like maybe 
to recognize, okay, this person actually supposed to be in this car. This is the owner of the mm, car. No, no, no. no. Okay. It's very useless. As a matter of fact, it only works only when the car is on. Eh? Yeah. So if the car is off, it won't work. So it it, it is not. So another feature that we don't need in our car is head-up displays. Head-up displays. Yeah. I mean, those are okay, especially in luxury cars. Mm-hmm. I guess um, they let you know that you obviously in front of you maybe if there's a car it senses like a, at about a hundred meter distance mm-hmm. obviously a car that is in front of you to see what's happening there if they if they braking um you know uh for you to be to start applying your brakes earlier yeah. so this one is obviously you can find it in expensive cars maybe that's why they they, they mean that you don't need it yeah but, but you you kind of do need it in an expensive car to obviously drive much more safer because you get a warning at like about a hundred meter distance yeah um obviously in terms of what's in front of you um sorry not a hundred meter distance a 10.5 meter distance yeah you know obviously what is in front of you and uh when you probably need to stop if you're not looking especially just like the point before if you have your head down and you're chatting on social media so in, in expensive cars maybe yes if you want to pay for it but it's not a necessity in like a normal small car. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we have uh, something that uh, we might not need, which is a digital shifter. Yeah. So obviously, automakers across the board have begun to adopt new electronic gear shifts instead of the traditional parking reverse neutral drive three uh, design. So it's, it's basically just a nicer design of the automatic gear shift. Yeah. You know, whereby. This, you know, like the the, non, the normal old one was that you'd have to shift it. Yeah. You know, obviously you take it down, you take it up, you, you take it across P for parking, you bring it back down to R for reverse, yeah. N for neutral, and D for drive. Now these new complicated ones, they they they, they like gear like I don't know what you you know like the, the the arcade games. Yeah. You know how the gear shifts and stuff like yeah. that. It doesn't really necessarily the whole of it go up. You just kind of need to press a button to release it, like the BMWs. Mm-hmm. You need to find a way. To, to operate it which becomes a little bit difficult you know obviously as opposed to the traditional system where there's a P there mm-hmm. and you shift it up to the P, to the P uh, yeah. or you shift it to the relevant gear that you're trying to it's so, just it's very finicky and like it, it's it's complicated yeah. so basically what do you like use the button to select or there's a specific button that you must press to release if you don't know that button you're only not going anywhere <laughs> yo <laughs> really right. uh, you know the difference between this and, and the old uh, um, gear shift uh, mm-hmm. that is like normal that all of us know is that that one you normally need to apply the brakes yeah. in order to release the gear sh- the gear for, for it to shift okay. but this one it has a specific button that most of the time is very hidden if you don't know the car mm-hmm. and then it's very difficult for you to operate so the next thing that we have is touchpad controllers yeah like in the Lexus yeah <laughs> yeah I've, I've personally seen that um yeah so you literally control the the, the entertainment system okay. almost almost like it's a laptop oh almost like it's a laptop and um it's it, it feels like a laptop it feels like you know you very classy like yeah. that and stuff like that and it, it can be a bit distracting you know the um lexus is very is known so much for that as well the mm-hmm. touchpad controllers it is i mean it, personally i don't like it um it, it, it it's okay I don't lie. I don't have much to say except for the fact that I don't prefer it. I would prefer to obviously either use a remote if I have one, or just use my fingers to press whatever. So is it like on. something that's found in luxury cars, especially Lexus? Lexus. Oh, okay. Especially Lexus, yeah. And then number two, we have touchscreen. Touchscreen uh, event. Controls. Yes, touchscreen event controls. Yeah. 
that is that is unnecessary definitely unnecessary i mean i prefer old manual ones yeah all, all the time i mean you need some air you switch on the aircon you have your air vent there you have that controller the directional controller yeah. you just adjust that the air comes to you or if you got the electronic one maybe it's much more easier when you use the automatic but it becomes too complicated yeah. if it's a touch screen because it confuse you even as you drive <laughs> off the car definitely. as to how to control it where you want the air and these things malfunction way too quick yeah plus for people that are not so technologically advanced yeah. it's going to be a bit challenging because now there's you know, they're like okay directional wise they don't know maybe you'd see that's written focused and diffuse and you don't know what exactly that means yeah like, so you don't know now how to control your but if you have your general manual knobs yeah it is it, it, it can be an annoyance in the day-to-day operation mm-hmm. you know obviously having to go into the sub menu into the infotainment and having to select the event and having to go back and adjust that you know too many sele- too much selecting on the main infotainment and it becomes a problem so just rather use the normal traditional one it's very simple it becomes a very beautiful um, simple task so the last one that we have is gesture control and the idea of gesture yeah, control is definitely. like really cool so you just swipe your arm and maybe you can be able to select stuff so you don't need to touch like on screen this thing definitely. is able to pick up your fingers like a sensor and you're able to call through can through i be that. can i be honest with you yeah it's it's it malfunctions it doesn't work <laughs> properly yeah. my previous car um you know um actually had this feature wow. in fact you can buy the separate radio mm-hmm. if you like um they they buy the, they sell the radios rather separately yeah so you can buy one if you want to and order it and you can install it even in your old car yeah and then it uses the sensors and stuff but it more functions it doesn't work properly for me mm-hmm. um you know too complicated too technical and uh too disturbing yeah you, know, you might have to stop and stuff and it looks weird because somebody from the side are looking at you from the, another car who's maybe at the traffic light and you look like you're saying hello screen <laughs> and stuff and you try <laughs> You're trying to obviously apply some gestures and stuff and you need to like make like a hello kind of gesture to, yeah. to make a certain thing happen. You need to point if you want to look like you're pressing something, you know. But I mean, those are the 10 things, guys, that we truly feel that you might not need to have in a car. Yeah. So the next topic that we're going to talk about. So the last topic though that we want to close the show off is the importance of you and your vehicle and understanding what it means when you have a write off and what role do the insurance companies play. So first of all, how do you know if your car is a write-off? An insurance company write-off check will identify if any car has previously been written off. It is the insurance company that writes off a vehicle after an accident. So it's yeah. not you, it's not anybody else, it's the insurance company. Mm-hmm. Often because the repair cost will far exceed what the car itself is worth. Yeah. So if the damage is too severe, obviously it's going to be too expensive to fix. Yeah. So that's how the insurance company will come back and determine that it is um it is a write off. Yeah. So they will tell you, they will explain to to you what's going to happen afterwards. The procedures will obviously be in a, in a set up in a way that obviously they will explain everything to yeah. you. You know? How do insurance companies decide if a car is a write-off? If your car is damaged in an accident, like I said, it is usually in the hands of the insurance company's assessor to decide whether the car should be repaired or written off. Mm -hmm. So when you get involved in an accident, there's obviously going to be the insurance company. If you have insurance, guys, the the assessor is going to come and they're going to assess the car. And then they're obviously going to declare your car a total loss and then it will be a write-off. 
well. Yeah. So what happens if your car is a write-off and it's on finance? When your car is written off and it's on finance, it is generally a term of the finance contract that the finance company will require you to pay the money you receive to them. Yeah. If you do not, you may be in default of your finance contract. So for for example, you you, you your vehicle is on finance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've been paying the monthly installments yeah. and stuff like that. So if your car is written off, unfortunately, you need to continue paying mm-hmm. for the car being written off. Yeah. If you have maybe like an agreement with the insurance company that you're going to get a certain payout when your car is written off, mm-hmm. you can use that money to pay the rest of the the money that you owe to the bank and stuff and you can yeah. settle it. But if there's a certain situation whereby you don't have that agreement specifically with the insurance company that you do not get paid off when it's written off mm-hmm. or maybe for some reason you 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 cancelled your insurance immediately after you drove off the dealership or you've had your insurance for like six months and it became expensive and you decided to cancel it and your car becomes mm-hmm. an accident and it's a write-off unfortunately you won't get any payout from the insurance company and you will have to continue to pay for your car month in month out for the installment that you had agreed on with the fi- for the finance company yeah it's it's unfortunate obviously it's like a cell phone um when you have taken a contract yeah you know um then you lose it yeah. maybe you you get robbed and stuff like that you <laughs> you continue to pay for it and you yeah, obviously you lost the phone you can do sim swap if you want and continue to get the airtime if you're getting airtime data whatever yeah but you actually continue to pay for a car how sad is that man definitely sad fortunately with the phone you can always when you have insurance you can always get a new one eh? yeah yeah so what happens if your car's airbags go off you know a lot of people actually see the cars on the road and the airbags have deployed mm-hmm. and the people always ask is the car maybe finished you know can that be fixed is there a way to actually repair the airbags and make them work properly again so is your car right off if the airbags go off it is often said that a deployed airbag means a vehicle is totaled which is not always true mm-hmm. but the cost of replacing the airbag and the physical damage to the front end exceeds the total actual cash value of the vehicle his insurance company totals his vehicle out because it is not worth fixing well yep that is some facts that we have for you guys and then one of the last points that i want to share to you guys um is um how much do i get as a person if my car is written off obviously that is determined by the insurance company the uh, the, the contract agreement that you have with them mm-hmm. but a vehicle might be written off because it is isn't worth the cost of repairing it yeah. so sometimes it's too much for you to repair it it costs too much it's not worth it you know what i mean so just rather consider it a write off then maybe with the money which you know maybe if you do get a payout if you can afford buy a new car yeah. if you can't afford pay off your installment or pay off your debts that you have with the bank and obviously with your credit profile apply for a newer car you know mm-hmm. um if it's stolen or if it's never found if it, or anything like that obviously that's a problem it yeah. also might be considered a write off by the insurer because obviously the car is gone yeah. and then what would then happen is that the insurer will usually pay out its market value you know so that simply means that it's going to be less than what you bought the car for yeah. because guys a car's value decreases each and every month or at least each if not every three months or so yeah. so the car's value will never go up so do not expect to get what you paid for the car if you get you have to be paid off for a vehicle or anything like that mm-hmm. it's always going to go down if you bought a car with this year 400k 
and then two years later they're going to give you 70k don't complain in fact that would be something that is good that is the end of our show guys we've came obviously to to the sad part where we need to leave you guys but we we hope you enjoyed it obviously we've shared some information about the insurance companies we've shared some information about what you might need in the car and what you might not need and most importantly obviously go back to your friends and tell them what you heard in terms of who performs better than who but remember that those vehicles were driven by people so sometimes it might be the driving skills and stuff like that so it's always important to maybe look at look at the specs of the car look at how how the car performs in terms of the seconds from zero to hundred and stuff then maybe you can consider who's faster than who but those were actual threats based on videos that we watched and uh we know we obviously shared some feedback based on what we watched my man chloe yeah so before we leave you guys we just want to tell you that you can catch us on facebook at forward slash activefm777 on twitter at activefm and on Instagram at Active FM, um, you can catch me, Glautina, on Facebook, and you can catch my man's peer on Facebook, Sipiwe Mutlowung. That is always my name, original. You know, I'm 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 all about originality. You yeah. know, I'm, I I go back to the original all the time. Yeah. So catch me on Facebook. Thank you for joining us, guys. It has been another amazing one. You know, um, download the show, guys. Let us know what you think. Comment on our Facebook page, you know, give us some suggestions if you want to. Mm-hmm. But we're always going to bring important things to you. And, um, and let's love and leave you, man. Join us next time. Cool. Thank you. Christ music is heart music.
coming of kingdom of God celebrating Jesus victory when he gave his life on the cross we won't be keeping the word to 